Welcome to the Friend Zone. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to take a moment to talk about our S effect. We've talked about the beauty of donkey milk before. Shout out to Xor Botanical Beauty. Donkey milk cleanser, donkey milk lotion, donkey milk moisturizer, all of which work so well for not only dry eczema prone skin on adults, but also babies. But can we take a moment to talk about this donkey milk retinol we tried from the S effect? Are you ready to hear about the hottest thing in skincare right now? It's the superhero of retinols. Able to lighten up sun damage, hormonal hyperpigmentation, melasma, eczema scarring, you name it. And the best part, it's gentle enough to use without causing any irritation. But wait, it gets even better. The brainiac behind this magical potion is none other than a practicing cosmetic chemist and esthetician named Star. She's the mastermind behind the S-Effect products, and she's here to revolutionize your skincare routine with some of the most unique but effective products I've ever tried. Now look, that retinol may be small, but trust us, it packs a big punch. And to make things even better, we're giving you a 15% off code that'll make it easier to add this little gem to your cart. So what are you waiting for? Head over to melapop.co and use code FRIENDZONE20 and let us know how it works. That's FRIENDZONE20 at M. E-L-A-P-O-P dot C-O. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend. Hey. My name is Asante. <laughs> this is the Friends Zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. Your next season is you square up and you don't blink. This ain't the season where you talking to people all the way out, but I think, no. Make them look off first. See, that's what's wrong with y'all. Y'all suburbs, y'all ain't going to ghetto. You'll never look down. You'll never take your eyes off the enemy. You make them walk away first. That's right. Welcome to the Friends on You. We can look into all things mental health, mental hygiene, and mental. Why need to bind them? Be lying. Okay? Uh, but she was telling the truth about that right there. Now, that was an excerpt from one of her many, many, many um, uh, lively stints in the pulpit. Where she was telling people, you know, this ain't your season to look away and look down. Well, I don't know. No, this your season to look him in the eye and don't blink. <laughs> Stare him in the eye and don't blink. And that's what she meant there, too, because we do know that back uh, in 2022, Miss Bynum got in a little bit of trouble uh, because she had went on a sermon about dancing to, uh, you know, secular music and stuff. And then five days later, a video came out of her Tootsie Rolling. To, oh, no. uh, just fine by Mary J. Blige. <laughs> and so when she, when she got that backlash, she looked him right in the eye and she said, you know what? I, I repented for that. I got down on the floor and begged God to cleanse my soul and all this other stuff. So she felt like she was forgiven for that. How and she said the lyrics wasn't bad. No way. And I think that that part of her response was her looking in the eye and not blinking. Well, the lyrics ain't bad. No way. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? I dance before I want to dance. So that's what oh, she said. No. So let that be your message. You know, this your season. Look him in the eye and don't blink don't back the no backing down okay look a motherfucker <laughs> in the eye and don't blink how y'all doing <laughs> how are y'all doing how are your weekends i, I heard you blink. y'all were telling me it's a, a, <laughs> a snowstorm out there this week how's that going yes young tina snow going hard on a hoe this <laughs> my thing right is here. this it's damn near like the end of march 
Right. Y'all motherfuckers, and by y'all motherfuckers, yes, mother nature, sister nature, brother nature. I'm talking about <laughs> well, not brother nature. That's a real person. But, you know, figuratively, I'm talking <laughs> all and, the powers that be. And he been be. through enough. He yeah, didn't he get beat enough. up at Waffle what? House or some shit? Waffle House? <laughs> Wasn't it at Waffle House? No, it was a spot, but I don't think it was Waffle House. Was yeah, he got canceled and all that. Cause what did he get canceled for? You don't remember? It was like, I think he... Made it seem like they jumped him and tried to be the victim, but it turns out someone posted a the actual full video mm-hmm. and the it was that he right he was like <laughs> being a diva and kind of messing with people and got beat up as a mm-hmm. consequence. Get my squirrels on you. <laughs> that's why somebody should have penetrated his ozone layer a long oh, time ago. Okay, right. <laughs> brother <So>. nature. <laughs> <laughs> Send them on now. My brother been through a lot, but a yeah, lot. you know how the fuck we gonna further t- <laughs> to my original point? How are we gonna wait till the end of March to start damn snowing? What kind of shit is that? I, but I feel like the weather's just all over the place at this point. Because we had, wants. yeah, I'm over here on the west coast, and we had that big snow that I told mm-hmm. y'all was the first time since the 1930s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so clearly, shit's out of whack. It just everything was shut down, friend. Yeah, there was like 70 plus cars on the side of the highway because people just gave up and walked home. <laughs> That's not funny, but... <laughs> they didn't have, you know, they didn't know what to do. <laughs> Sometimes you got to say, fuck it. You hear me? <laughs> fuck you know driving, what else I'm going to get home. Okay. I have a question. Since mm-hmm. you brought that up, friend, the cancellation, I just learned this last night or the night before on Twitter. There was a girl that I followed and I did not realize they got her ass up out of here. <laughs> like, have you ever you went through that? Have you ever like, not that you think about anybody on Twitter. I mean, we do because we talk to each other. But like, have you ever just like logged on one day and not realizing someone was gone? And it's like, oh, yeah, they delete their account two months ago. Or you find out like some mess that happened that you had mm-hmm. no idea went down. Mm-hmm. No. There was a girl, <laughs> a young woman, rather, <laughs> who uh, she became popular for her do rag line on the West Coast and had a store. Oh, they had the they store. Had the shop. Yeah, yeah. I that Akira or Atira. Uh, yeah, or Atira Lions or Leons mm-hmm. or whatever it was. I had no I idea that bought her. me one. Is her shop still open? <laughs> the store is shut no, down. Some nigga canceled down. her. Apparently, she was not treating the staff well. Allegedly, I don't oh, know about most no. of this, but I, was, I saw this thread the other night and I was like, I had no idea any of this happened. Where do I be at? What is it to get Damn. mad at the staff at a do rag store about? <laughs> you know, are, the, are the bowls uneven? Are the, are the capes or are the capes rankled? You know Apparently what I'm saying? Like, what woman. is the. I don't really <laughs> I understand. What could have caused? I thought the know. I thought it was cool just how it looked. Remember, like the way she mm-hmm. had it, the wall. It looked like this. Rags. It looked dusty. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it looked cool, so it's, it sucks it didn't pan out for her. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I thought you were going to talk about the lady that does wigs in Target because I saw that she wait, was canceled this week. What Which I never even knew about her. Apparently, there's this girl that that does your hair at Target. It's like a thing. But how? I don't there's know. no. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of like Sephora in Target. Like I'm like, there's no like vanities for that. Like like how well, she well, doing the hair? Clip, the clip I saw was like. It'll be, and I don't know if this is her business model, but at least the clip I saw, it was like, she'll set it up with someone that knows you. Like, let's say y'all want me to have a wig, a new wig. So y'all will take me to Target, the one on 116th. It was still there. (laughs) 
and she'll come up to me like, you know, hey, girl, like, you know, just talking to me casually. And I'll be like, what? (laughs) And then she'll be like, let me do let me do your hair. So it's like a a, a wig and a, a wig bush, a, a wig, wig bush. bush. So instead of a wig bush instead of getting sold a CD mm-hmm. as a tourist, right. she's You're trying to giving a wig, and she's and then she has a little setup, which I always wonder how that works. Like Target, don't be like get the fuck out the store. Right, that's right. Like, they don't even have like a place to sit. So like, is she literally bringing she has like a little a, setup and <laughs> is puts a chair, sits you down, and she gets to working. Yeah, and she chair. gets and does your hair and all that. But I saw that she was canceled. I don't know for what, but well, I probably saw people. doing here in Target. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like what? But yeah, it seems like you know. It's been a, a heavy cancel season. Right. <laughs> well, look, further, further testament to Target's power of, of being everything that you need. Thank you, Target. Shout out to Target. Amen. Shout out to Target for hey, real. Target. Lots of work coming coming mm-hmm. through in the next couple months. But y'all didn't tell me how are your weekends though. Eh, not y'all both nodding like that. My weekend was good. I was in Columbus, Ohio this weekend taking care oh, of some business. Cute. So yeah, I had a good weekend. I spent time with some great people. Shout out to Columbus, Ohio. Yep. Shout out to Ohio. And I ain't even going to front. I had a little incident while I was in Columbus. You know, I really thought that I had grown past some things. Uh-oh. And, oh, no. you know, not, I'm going to incriminate myself now. <laughs> what I will say is, you know, some things you just can't say to people. You know mm, what I mean? And I, I was caught so off guard by something that somebody came out of their face and said to me. That the next thing I knew, you know, a stranger. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, the next thing I knew, you know, and so, <laughs> and you have to start hearing your name, Dustin, Dustin. So you know all of that shit. But you know, I'm proud of myself because it could have been a whole lot worse. Right. But I caught, mm. I literally caught myself. I was like, it was like the stoppage came from right here and then traveled down through my arms, into my forearms, like, and into my hands and fingers to release. Ooh. And so that's what I did. Um, but other than that, I had an amazing weekend. And even mm. that was a little fun after I thought about it. <laughs> you know At the time, it was nothing fun about it. I was fucking spitting nails i was so goddamn mad but afterwards i was like wow that was crazy (laughs) did you party it was at a party oh it was at a party well outside of that incident Mm -hmm. was it a cute scene um it felt good to be in a different environment columbus has a really nice walkable area called um short north i believe it is okay and there's a lot of like bars and um Stores really cool, like clothing stores, vintage shops, all that shit. So I did enjoy my time there. I did, yes. Cute. What about mm-hmm. you, Asante? How was your weekend? My weekend was cool. I kicked it with some people, um, had some very crazy conversations about some things. <laughs> uh, we love that. It was it was cool. <laughs> it was uh, transformational, I guess. Just Just, I don't realize how... You can have an interaction with somebody and it's just like cool. But then when you see them like in a different element, I feel like people, this is going to sound weird. I feel like people have said this to me or about me, but like to see it on somebody else. I was like, wow, that's really fucking cool. Like when you see someone that you've always like had fun with or kick it with and they're always been great. But then you see them like in a different greatness light and it's like, wow, that was actually like, like you shined right there. That was hot. Like I like that. But um, I've never really 
seen that on somebody else. And I saw that a few times this weekend. So I was just like, wow, that was that's that's dope. So I keep wanting to say, you know, single forever and which is still the case. But then I also see sparks of, oh, I miss rosters, not relationships. Not rosters. I'm thinking he's going to say. No, no. <laughs> I was like, I thought they didn't like gay people. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Jesus. The, the That's why they named my the pasta, pasta after him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have much of a weekend because it's tax week. Oh, Lord. Huh? Corporate Dreadful. taxes would do this. Right. I was just talking to Crystal, like, what is it about taxes that no matter what, your nervous system reacts like that? Even when you got the it. damn money, you'd be like, I mean, it don't matter. Your bookkeeping could be on point. You could have the money to pay it and not be worried. And it's like, as soon as you see that IRS letter or just knowing you have you know, or your accountant sends you that email like, hey, don't forget that. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things. But it's finished. It's filed. Just waiting on them to hit me with that goddamn bill. <laughs> that's literally all it ever is. That's why. That's why I get part. so annoyed every year. I'm like, all right, well, we're just waiting it's to see so how much, much money you guys right? are gonna ask me to pay, and I'm just gonna have to pay. Here we go again. It hurts, and you be excited every year that you do a little bit better. You know, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is great, but then that tax Until bill March. reminds you're still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's no, you, filed and I'm grateful to have that part of the year mm-hmm. done with. Complete. What were you going to say? Just complete. I just on. had one note on a bill that really got me. Let's just, just for one moment, <laughs> let's talk about karma actually, because I feel like this was karma on my behalf because Uh-oh. I had never looked at an energy bill and been so livid at a charge. I was like, who's who owes this money? Who is supposed to pay this money for energy? <laughs> Real quick. Pay all my bills, ACH, automatic debt comes out, no problem. So I'm literally at this point just doing due diligence, just seeing like, oh, okay, what are y'all going to take out? I am on a level payment plan with Con Ed, which means they charge you the same thing once a month, every month. And then I guess they reevaluate, reevaluate at the end of the 12 months. They reevaluate at the end of the 12 months. And I had to pay an extra $2,000 on one bill what? just because, because they like average out what your bill is going to be in the level payment plan. And then I guess if the average is like under or over, then they like, you know, account for however they account for it. <laughs> but I just wish it did not just go on one bill if it's that much of an accumulation. Now, luckily, we blessed and I got it like that. But right. for the people that don't, I'm no, stuck but in that's this. ridiculous. They're, the systems are crazy. Like all of them are insane. That bill system is crazy. Refund systems are crazy. I'm still trying to wait to get my refunds from StubHub for the Scissor Philly show. I'm watching oh. all the people lose their minds over that. Life is crazy. And you know what? I will say now that you bring up electric bills and Con Ed and all that, it is crazy to me how much higher my electric bill was living in an apartment. Oh, in that yeah. big ass crib, you got now. You yep. know what I'm saying? It makes yep. no sense. Like y'all, when I was in New York, whether it was that one bedroom I lived in in Harlem or the two bedroom I moved to in Brooklyn, right? Y'all saw those apartments. They weren't mm-hmm. huge. They were mm-hmm. apartments, you know. Especially that second one was a little bigger, but it wasn't anything crazy. I didn't live in a fucking penthouse. <laughs> they worked for me. They worked, <laughs> and I would pay. On average, anything from like, mind you, it was just me. I would pay mm-hmm. on average, I don't know, 
200 mm-hmm. to $300, yep. mm-hmm. maybe yep. four mm-hmm. on a, mm-hmm. on, in yep. the winter because you mm-hmm. have your heat, you know, and then the summer you got your AC. Mm-hmm. So there are certain things I understood, but I still always thought, damn, this is really high. Like three, $400. <clears throat> Guess how much I pay here in this house that y'all see how much bigger it is. $72. Like, that like, takes, exactly. That takes crazy. much more electricity. I mean, much more electricity to heat up all these rooms or to put the AC in all these rooms. I average like $50, $60. Yep. No wonder you move. That doesn't make sense to me. Like, how is that legal? Well, you know, know, a lot of the stuff is old in New York. That's what people always tell me. They're like, well, you know, the wiring's bad, blah, blah, blah. So it's like a lot of oh, stuff whatever. just... And then I'm in a... Whatever they got to tell look, us. And we it just pay what, it. That's the friend, worst part. To your we point, don't know. it is whatever. I live in a newer building and my shit You still, saw that building I lived in in Brooklyn. I was the first resident ever in that apartment. Mm-hmm. Was the excuse. And it like, was there's even just no rational than, reason than that... I don't know if it's like y'all making these apartments bad or y'all just doing this on purpose because y'all know it's a scam and we're not supposed to know, but I just don't want it to happen anymore. I'm over it. <laughs> I mean, it is, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. And even the water bill here, it only comes like once a quarter, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it'll be like 200 bucks, mm-hmm. which makes sense. It's a quarter. It's covering a whole quarter mm-hmm. of how much, like, come on, man, that don't make no sense. Yeah. It don't make no sense. Like New York is so, and I, I saw an article. I don't know if y'all saw it that it went viral. That Eric Adams <laughs> is in the club. <laughs> is that a surprise? No, it wasn't he on a date with Kamora Lee allegedly? <laughs> Baby, I said she better run, <laughs> run for us, okay? But I hate that too because it could have just been a dinner. Like it don't mean she. Hollering at him, but anyway, yeah, damn show me he hollering at her. Can't you see him now? <laughs> eyes big, smiling. Or <laughs> I, uh, I think I, uh, yeah, you know, I still can't believe that's who y'all voted. Go to the mayor's in. office. Yeah, <laughs> and talk about it. Come on, I told you Maybe. I saw him in a hip hop documentary. <laughs> I bet you did. Standing next to rappers, he always be. He was at the uh, what club was he at the other night? Nebula. He was some. He was at one of the clubs the other but night. But apparently, he was like in the scene back in the day. Like mm-hmm. you know, like he's like you know a socialite, Connected. like mixy. Not that I don't don't see that because he's still a socialite even as a mayor. But it just surprised me when he <laughs> popped up in the documentary. I was like, "What is That's going wild. on? Like, what is his ass doing here?" Anyway, he is just. But anyway, I forgot what I was even saying. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You Look, said well, what? we shoot this shit anyway, so. <laughs> that, you know, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I forgot I was saying something about Talking about, about bills and. Uh, okay, well, water bills. Uh, once a quarter. <laughs> quarter of it. It's ridiculous. I lost it. I lost yeah, it. It's a, a shame. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't know. But but speaking <laughs> of of uh, traveling and different uh-huh. cities, I did see that the Reed is on tour. Ten year anniversary tour. I think they picked like five cities. I saw Toronto on there. I saw Houston, Boston, Chicago. Yep. I'm actually gonna pop through the Houston stop. Um, I was telling Crystal that May seventh. It's a Sunday, I believe. Um, I'll be in Michigan, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because I told her, you know, since I missed the New York stop, uh, Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm gonna pop through for one of the tour stops. It should be cute. 
Very and, cute. And y'all know Nikki's out there, so it'll be yes. fun. Yes. Just hanging with Nikki. I know James hey, she'll pop through. Right? So Houston, I'll see y'all there. I, I don't remember the last time I even went to Houston. Maybe it was one of our tour stops. Didn't we go to Houston? Or was it Dallas? We went to Dallas. Mm-hmm. We went oh, okay. to Dallas, yeah. Lying. We went to so Dallas. Dallas. But it was Texas. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Look, now you know Dallas Houston don't as play about that. As big as Texas is, that's probably what six hours away. Right. Speaking <laughs> of hours away, shout out to Jade, um, who is you know she's on tour with Heinz right now. She is on a yeah. world she tour. Oh well, she's like, back though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was on it. You know, and I think that that is incredible. It was like so three shout out to Jade. Right. Yeah. Shout out to Jade. I'm so excited for this new project. Obviously, we won't give details because that's mm-hmm. for her to share. Mm-hmm. But she has a really dope project that involves travel and food. And we're excited for her to share Go that. Go on, soon. Jade. Right? Go on, Jade. Go Manifesting. Jay. <laughs> but guess what I've been watching, y'all, that y'all be really proud about? What you been Milk watching? Oh, I saw Did that I weird shit. <laughs> I seen that weird ass shit. Wait, Let's talk that about where it. They, where they're dating each other's moms? Mamas. Oh, what no. Kind of I saw shit the is that? trailer. I didn't That's weird that. as fuck. I, and, and the mamas <laughs> be acting just like them girls on them on like them Netflix reality shows and stuff. Yes. Real dumb and stupid. <laughs> they literally be acting like that on purpose. Like I can't with their sons. Sons. Oh, the right there. And it's so weird and creepy to me. Like, that's too much mixing and mingling. I'm all about having a, a transparent and honest, you know, you know dialogue with your mm-hmm. parents and with your children or vice versa. That's a little bit too much me and you. All that <laughs> mixing and mingling, people wanting to fuck each other and shit. And it's your mama and they and mama. And it's your and you. mom. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. a lot. Not mm-hmm. milf manner. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, friend. What have you actually been watching? <laughs> yeah. Um, Housewives of Potomac. Oh, hey. and I started from season one because I want to know who everybody was. I know mm-hmm. people were like, oh, it don't matter. You can start wherever. It but does. I wanted to start. It does. Right. It's like, how it will does. I know all the backstory and who hates who and why if I how start? Will you know? And I have been watching for the past, what, like two weeks? And Where are I you? am invested. Where are you <laughs> I can't in the story? it. I am on season three where Candace has now joined the Candace cast. Candace has entered the okay. Mm-hmm. She's oh. entered the chat. But I want to ask y'all why why was Sharice demoted and Katie? I thought they were good for this cast. Katie, yes, she was good for the cast. Sharice looked like she was wearing a cast. That's the difference. <laughs> what? She has heavy, you didn't heavy think ankles. She was interesting. Hmm? No. I found her interesting. I thought she was a like watching paint dry. Um, and then she was always on the wrong side. She's very, very jealous of Karen. And you'll see more mm. of that as you continue to watch. Uh, well, it's going to be a long time because she don't come back till season two. So. <laughs> oh, they bring her back as as a, a as lead a, again? Mm-hmm, as a, no, she's a friend on season seven. The season <gasps> that just wrapped right now. Oh, yeah. that's so weird. And just to so me. you know, Karen How you just get her, demoted. Karen calls her a has been leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> when she comes, she comes back. This has been leprechaun. Can that's I tell y'all that I love Karen? <laughs> yes. She yes. grew on me because She's when it first so started, funny I didn't me. like her, but she grew on me and became my favorite. <laughs> She's funny to me because it's just like her one liners. 
always funny as hell. Always. And because she's older, I think people are going to assume she won't be able to hang, especially with, with all the, the jabs. No, she goes at it. Her and Giselle crack me up. I like Giselle. I like Giselle too yeah. at that point. I enjoyed mm-hmm. her. Oh, at that point. I mm-hmm. caught that. Okay. So things change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What'd you it's think about Monique? So cute. I think mm-hmm. she's so pretty. And her daughter is the cutest mm-hmm. little baby. Mm-hmm. some picture, little face, mm-hmm. little brain. Mm-hmm. So cute. Their whole family. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know what to think. It's I, Maybe I haven't had You just got to keep time. watching. Yeah, because yeah, I think, um, but she was pretty. I think she's a good addition to the cast because she definitely was stirring up <laughs> some stuff. I thought it was weird that Giselle... <clears throat> One thing about Giselle that's funny is, is, well, really, it's the whole cast. I can't even put that on Giselle. <laughs> They'll, like, randomly bring up what someone else. It's like that's all they do is bring up what someone else said. And then they'll fight about it. And then that person will bring up what someone else said and then they'll fight about it. But then they keep telling each other secrets of what mm-hmm. someone said. I'm like, but mm-hmm. have y'all not seen that this don't work? But then but I have that- to remember it's TV. And that's the whole point of this go. operation. Because it's just like, you know, she said that. She was trying to have a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like, what? <laughs> and Woo. then um, the husbands are, mm-hmm. are very interesting. Mm-hmm. My Juan. Juan, who's his smile is so cute. Every time he smiles at me, he's adorable. Um, Michael Darby. Mm-hmm. What do you think? What do you think about him? Interesting relationship. With mm-hmm. and his dynamic with her mom, and even just her mom being and all that, and her <laughs> paying for her mom's Sheila, stuff. Sheila, Sheila, remember that picture from the from that wedding? I I think she's at a wedding or something. And Sante, <laughs> you'll probably remember this most because they use it as a meme on Twitter all the time. But it's what? like <laughs> Ashley's mom, Sheila, is like going down like a almost like a soul train line, and what? it's like all the bridesmaids <laughs> have their hands up like this, and she's coming down, and she's really happy, and people use it. It's like a celebratory. I have it on my phone. I'm going to find it I haven't it seen it. But I'm curious now that I know who the housewives are. Obviously, things have changed because I've seen in season seven, there's some new faces. But oh, oh. who are your favorites? New faces with new faces. Hey, Mia. <laughs> oh. Who are your favorites out of, like, do y'all like Ashley? <laughs> Ashley's interesting to me. I like Ashley as a, I like Ashley's ability to be a shit starting, pot starring housewife who's fearless. And I love that about her. She's an essential element to the success of this show and this cast specifically. Right. Also, for season five, I interviewed her and she was so nice oh, to me. Oh, is that who you interviewed? I interviewed her and um, um, Monique. Okay, because I remember, so but I didn't know me. who they were at the time. Oh, okay. So kind. So I like Ashley, and I'm always mm-hmm. going to like her for that. Um, I love Karen <laughs> Huger. She's the grand dame of Potomac. <laughs> and as you see, as you watch her evolution and you watch like her, I don't want to give anything away, but as you watch, you'll see her evolution and you'll see some some shifts occur in the positioning and in the, in the pecking order around that motherfucker. Right. You'll notice the changes and you're going to see like it becomes clear, more clear and more clear as you watch that she's the grand dame of this cast in a Potomac. I just want her to get her kitchen redone. Um, <laughs> you're going That's to- one thing I had questions about because they make Potomac sound so elite. Mm hmm. But their kitchens 
didn't you enjoy when Giselle tried to be on that bullshit with Monique when we first met Monique and she mm-hmm. asked Monique, so, oh, oh she's like, you, you don't have a home? She said, I have four. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and Giselle, oh. And from but that moment, she never liked her. Into saying, "Oh, you see how she was bragging about being mm-hmm. rich." No, mm-hmm. don't do that. It is, but mm-hmm. this is the thing about all of them; they just twist everything. It is an odd show, but I'm fascinated mostly because they're supposed to be this elite crew, right, of women. But I don't see it. I don't see like you're driving Mini Coopers. The kitchens don't reflect that. And that's no shade because I, I mean, look where I come from. I can't talk. But I'm just saying for them to be so cruel to each other and put so much stress on who lives where and who has what, I don't see their homes reflecting that. And I felt bad <laughs> even Karen at her age feeling so stressed out because she has to live somewhere else. Outside of Potomac. Outside and for that to even be a thing. Like imagine being 60 and being worried about where your friends think you live. Like that blew my mind. I was like, this is people's realities to the point where she couldn't even openly tell them I'm moving to Great Falls. Great Falls. Or she like knowing the details. Look at me knowing the details. Or she moved in the middle of the night or Mm -hmm. something. Like It's just sad to me. I, I think that's sad. Cartier, Rolex, Gucci, Prada, Jordan, Adidas, Bottega, Veneta. At eBay, it's real. Or it's getting the fake out. eBay's team of luxury authenticators are making sure you never get faked over again. Watches inspected by watch aficionados, sneakers checked by legit sneakerheads, handbags examined by handbag connoisseurs, and jewelry in the scopes of expert gemologists. These authenticators are leaders in their field with meticulous eyes making sure your piece arrives as authentic as your style and worthy of your collection. As experts, they know the true difference between a real and a fake, and real carries that rare, distinguished feel, the weight of pure platinum, exquisite scent of Togo leather, the tight stitching on a pair of dunks, and the brilliance of real diamonds. So rest assured, your Rolex moves just like a Rolex should, and that colorway on your Jordan Royals will always be on point. The details inspected and the fakes rejected. So ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. That's sad. There's, one, there's a point where she's going to have an argument with somebody and she's going to say, I didn't say anything, but my children were affected. And at the time, her son is like 25 and her daughter is like 19. <laughs> Right out of college. She's like, my children, I have children. My children are affected. And I flash to how old Karen's kids are. It was just so funny. There's going to be so much. Just remember these words as you move into season. Season three is an important season because mm-hmm. Candace comes in. And, that and I'm towards the end already. So I'm really like. About that's going to shake everything up. OK. Mm. Season four is when things start to really kick up. Remember, Clank, Asante Clanky Clank comes during season four. Um, and there's some things that there's some things that happen in season four that will explain a lot of what season five becomes and things will never be the same again. Once Candace enters that picture, things are never the same again at Potomac. And once 
season four takes place and then season five things are never ever ever the same and so just in a bad way well in a maybe maybe not and it's just things are about to happen so you just enjoy this ride my love you're writing it i will say i am invested i am entertained i Mm -hmm. have not been able to watch anything else all my other Mm -hmm. shows have fallen to the wayside and it's interesting because i have tried to watch the salt lake one yeah. it mm-hmm. didn't catch me mm-hmm. i try i even tried um atl mm-hmm. didn't catch me and i forget which other ones i tried did you try oh, beverly um, hills beverly hills yep i tried beverly hills didn't mm-hmm. catch me so i'm surprised i don't know what it is <laughs> i'm <laughs> surprised like, too i'm fascinating i think it's the delusion mm-hmm. that is it so cool to, to me it's like wow how you because can really that's... just decide <laughs> <laughs> against what people are seeing <laughs> that actually makes perfect sense Fran because for like it's earlier like, wow, on I couldn't figure awesome. out what pissed me off more if they were being positioned to be like a, a new black like earlier on they were trying to position them as like a blacker Beverly Hills or like a, yes, a, a classier exactly. franchise mm-hmm, and I think mm-hmm. that's why I was the like well Jill's they're not the world. but then it, <laughs> they catch you because it's like they're not but they're still pretending that they are <laughs> <laughs> it's black people that's what it is yes. <laughs> Being bougie, that's all. And it's it's the difference to me is Beverly Hills is more like about like luxury in the beginning per se. It was more about like luxury, like but they really had opulence, it like opulence being rich. Right, Potomac <laughs> is more about in a steam, a, a, a pedigree, or a um, you know, like just a belonging to a community, you know, of people or whatever supposedly because you rich but nobody over there like you further to your point no one over there had the optics of luxury <laughs> just don't exist in Potomac like, like, like it they is, did in that's Beverly what Hill. makes us that's like me <clears throat> sitting here in this little office and shitting on y'all about like what you're wa- like you about your money it's like what <laughs> like, and like it's how crazy. I pull up in a Mini Cooper, but I'm asking you how many houses you have. You, you see, it's like, mm-hmm. wow, this is such good television. Giselle couldn't take that. And now, okay, Giselle, let's talk about it. Giselle is one of those she people. She is so cute, though. And her you know daughters. I love I her children. Love the way she talks to them about everything. Mm-hmm. It's just such a cute relationship. Giselle is one of those people who <laughs> peaked in college and never mm. was able to recover she Giselle is one of those people you think about this type y'all one of those people who was really popular in college like on campus especially at HBCU right and then as people all that right and as we grow on and we all graduate from college and start to you know get it in the mix socially and whatever cities we occupy people go on to you know reach different heights of fame and stardom and shit and that person is still stuck on who they were on that campus and never really learned how to live and exist outside of having that identity of being popular on campus. There's some people who have that experience with high school. Think about some of the people that was a shit in high school and then <laughs> fail the fuck off and everybody else got cool. You know what I'm right. saying? Giselle is that person That's and she can't handle it. She's always talking about how, well, she's pretty, she's, she's so pretty, she's pretty, too. she's pretty. Like I find her funny and fun and her digs are still funny as hell, but it's just like the meanness is what I don't understand. Like they're all so mean to each other and we're supposed to believe this is a friend group. <laughs> it's like church people. They bring it's up the worst things about each other in front of everyone and no one can trust anyone, obviously, yeah. because you know what you say is 
is going to be told. And they say mean things. They're mean to each other. They make fun of each other. They knock each other. I'm like, this is odd. Okay, friend. So in your in your um, acknowledgement of those <laughs> tactics, right? Mm-hmm. Start to pay attention to patterns as you view as you watch. Right, you're in season three. The shit stirs. S- start to pay attention to who like what is being attacked are people's families being attacked is it husbands is it you know but start to peep who begins those conversations and also what the conversations are about because you're going to start to see patterns established mm. that are then going to like define people's character or like they're up for you so just start Later paying attention to like what do y'all think of robin them? i'm curious to y'all's opinion <laughs> Oh, I can't wait for you to get to season seven, baby. You know what I like about Robin? She's just always eating. Mm-hmm. I love that. She just be eating her food. <laughs> she don't give a fuck. She's like, just she chilling. don't care. And then you um, play with her, she'll she's definitely the most... pop off, but she's just chilling. Um, I had to look her up. I was like, is she a tourist? Because she's just eating and she's just <laughs> laid back and worried about her family. <laughs> Well, also, though, friend, that can be a pattern too, right? Because if you are consistently not doing nothing and if you're consistently <laughs> just there you know what does that mean about your presence <laughs> here and like what is that pattern so just start paying attention and it to sucks the patterns people think she's like giselle's like sidekick and some people thought you know oh uh, oh but the, no it's just people thought that <laughs> you know what i'm saying just think you know the ponytails you know just like, <laughs> you know <laughs> But yeah. all in all, it's it's I'm Sneakers. I'm sucked in. No, you didn't. I'm sucked in, and <laughs> let me stop. She's an I athlete. find her voice calming. See, further to our point, so like like, she would do like I don't know about that. <laughs> you are just, but it's cute. I just wish they were nicer to each other. But then that wouldn't be good TV. So I get it. But I'm like, God damn. And then Ashley to me is the funniest because she seems so sweet and spunky and fun. And she's rabid. And will t- we'll tear your ass up and I start mean... that shit and ask the ask that question and bring that thing up. And she don't give a damn. And Candace too, because Candace comes across very pageant. You know, pageant girls, which is like brilliant wealthy. casting, right? It's yeah, yeah, and then she'd just be going at it too. So I'm like, this is just spoiler alert. I'm at the in. reunion for season seven, she cussed somebody out, Ashley. She cussed so oh, she, just, Candace and Ashley will never get along. I could tell you that up front. That's not even I mean, a I'm seeing it already. <laughs> they will never get along, okay? From, from from the time that you are now in the timeline to present day, they will never get along. At the reunion on season seven, Candace cussed Ashley out about uh, <laughs> judging her for her generational wealth. <laughs> she better hope. Just, just trust no, me. No, like. okay. Before, because I know we have to move on, but I am <laughs> shocked at Candace's mom. Oh, Miss Dorothy, mm-hmm. are you not Which putting part? your company in jeopardy by the by us witnessing the way you treat your child? But you're mm-hmm. supposed to be my therapist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's scary to me because it, she it must was only a, work with like a certain crowd that would never watch. <laughs> like, like, and like, let me be real here. Like, I don't think that therapists are some like superhuman people that don't have no. their own issues, and then they come and fix the world. Like, we all know the truth is therapists be fucked up. I actually started watching a show called Shrinking. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> is it shrink or shrinking on Apple TV? It's shrinking, yeah, shrinking. It is so good. It's like a behind the scenes of therapists. <laughs> Be so have you, have you seen Unprisoned so Friend? 
Unprisoned. Who's that? It's a Hulu Who's show. No, uh, Carrie Washington, Delroy Lindo. I thought it no, was a TSC I song. It. It's okay. good. <laughs> I just want to know your opinion whenever it comes across your desk. You can buy your hair if it don't grow. I need to watch something else because I'm Potomac out. When I tell you, I haven't it's watched eight episodes, <laughs> the thirty minutes each. I have mixed feelings, and I just need somebody to discuss with. Okay, I'm gonna watch it. I'll, I'll have talking points for next week. I have <laughs> to change the channel. It's just getting <laughs> good though. Like channel. you, you are. It's to. just kicking into gear where you are now. <sighs> I'm behind like on to, Love After Lockup. I'm behind on what other what other mess am I watching? Zeus, Baddies no, List. No, I can't. <laughs> it I, was a good I gave episode it an this effort. week, friend. It was a nice. It was a nice <laughs> episode Baddies this West? week. Mm-hmm. Well, parts yeah, of it were nice. Mean nice. In they were having way? like a bunch of like girl moments. I was like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> Did you know like, no <laughs> Yeah, I did it but but it's so funny because when they have those those moments of camaraderie, it's 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 still like experienced through the Zeus filter, right? So like they'll say, Well, bitch, I'm finna open up, and if any of y'all bitches use this against me, I'm gonna kick your fucking ass. And then they'll share a they story need to start about saying that on Potomac. Like, yeah, it. that's that's up front with it, you know. Ooh. My brother uh called me and I was like, What you on Batty West? And he busted out. <laughs> <laughs> like your ghetto ass you, <laughs> No but this is It's just good TV I'm totally sucked in I'll probably be on season 7 by next week At the rate that I I'm can't going. wait Cause then once you get into 4 Season That's 4 was good like, Season 5 mm, is polarizing Season 6 this, you you just gotta watch. You have got to watch. Like, and they were talking. Watch. I saw um, people mentioning they had like a colorism panel. Mm-hmm. This was part of the reunion, or this was something outside of. They that? had a section in one of the reunion episodes where Andy Andy acknowledged the colorism conversation that is going on um, related to the Real Housewives of Potomac cast, and he said that he wanted to give the floor to the women to mm. talk about it because, you know, he didn't really have a place to speak on that as I a white mean, man, yeah, whatever, you know? facilitate that yeah. yeah. So they just had a, a quick, probably like they aired about two to three minutes of, you know, conversation surrounding colorism amongst the ladies of the cast. I'm sure and they apparently filmed it much did not more. land well. Right, yeah. Well, you know, it's tricky because there were positive things, you know, that came out of that conversation. There was some acknowledgement. Like Karen was like, no, she, Karen explained it very, you know, clearly and mm-hmm. understood it, you know, so that did happen. But the conversation could have definitely benefited from like a serious, informed, qualified moderator. You know what I mean? But when right. you have conversations about shit like colorism, you know, the Internet is going to Internet. So nothing would have been right. good enough yeah. for anyone. They would have been bitching about something you know how people are. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't even if they were that professional, they would have complained about them, what they right. wearing or whatever. So. Right. Well, why, why is that bitch doing? A, she got on new balance. It's such a like, delicate conversation, too. That's something mm-hmm. you can't, it can't be self run. Right. <laughs> I do wish and, that they had given it, if they're going to go there, give it more than two, three minutes mm-hmm. and have right. it moderated by someone that can speak to all of the points that may come up. You know, let's be real. Let's be real. This is television, right? Let's do it the right way. Let's put together an hour long special with or the don't cast. Do it. 
bring Ian Lynn or somebody so Not we can sell Ian. the hell out of you know so we can sell the hell out of it with advertisers and make the network happy and then satisfy the audience by having a, a, a our block of programming devoted to addressing uh, colorism as relates to the Real Housewives of Potomac cast, bring in, you know, quality experts and professionals well, that's fair. to help do this. Like, like actually make it dedicate, make it intentional as opposed to like a throwaway, you know, yeah. in passing. Exactly. Because you can't talk about colorism in two minutes. That's it felt like the in memoriam shit at the Grammys. <laughs> It just fell flat. Yeah, like it was crazy because Andy even said he was like, you know, since he literally was talking about how he wasn't qualified to have the conversation, and then he said he gave the ladies the option of having a professional come have the conversation with them, or and then they decided, I guess, to just do it uh, themselves. And I was just like, no, <laughs> I mean, it was still great that they or did something, I all. guess, but no, <laughs> no, that's not not to me. <laughs> I feel like you got in this day and age. If you don't have the talking points and you don't have it properly constructed, just stay out of it. <laughs> just yeah. leave it alone. Just it's delicate stay. Of a conversation. We don't all need to know their opinions on that either, you know. So mm-hmm. that's the problem when we all want to put our two cents. But I like the show. I'm sucked in. Well, I'm glad <laughs> I can't you're believe here because <laughs> this who's your favorite just... husband so far? Who's my favorite husband? Ray. You know what I mm-hmm. like about Ray? That he bucks up. Like, you don't you can't mm-hmm. play with Ray. And I think mm-hmm. because he's an older man, kind of grandpa-ish, people would expect otherwise. But he'd be like, don't talk to me. Don't play with me. You know, like, don't there play are certain with my fucking things wife. that, certain things, though, that make me laugh. Like, how old school they are. Like, mm-hmm. when they went, when the husband came to the beach house. <laughs> And she had to have Ray speak to him about that. That was crazy to me. Yep. He was like, because, you know, women walk around in skimpy clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As if and it, it just shows you how much people think of themselves. You know what I mean? I like, mean, that felt so. And this is why this show is so fascinating to me, because I'm like, she had her husband. Speak to mm-hmm. Ashley's husband, and this just felt like were mm-hmm. they going to do a duel? Right <laughs> to make it right, the men have to speak about the it. Men to have it to right. speak on our behalf. It just was so old school, and all those little etiquette things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like when Karen was like, "Okay, last thing." The seat at the birthday party? <laughs> no, when Karen, um, oh, the center seat. That uh-huh. was, I mean, that I kind of <laughs> understand, though. Like, yeah, you yeah, should yeah. be high. It's your birthday. But yeah. uh, I don't know how I'd make a <laughs> fuss about it, but I get that. Um, no, my thing was um, the tea, the water needing to be hot for mm-hmm. Auntie Dot and how she kept bringing up <laughs> Auntie Dot. And then when we saw Auntie Dot, I was like, fascinating. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So this is Auntie Dot. No shade to Auntie Dot. No disrespect to the elders. But 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 she was not what you thought. Auntie Dot was not what you thought. Auntie Dot. I'm telling you, this show is just a study. You feel me? Yes. Yep. I don't even know if it's a study on people taking themselves way too seriously. Number one. Fascinating. Also on pretentiousness, (laughs) delusion, all of that. You know what? Let's name this episode a study on delusion. Study on delusion. The outfits, the hair, the The, hair. The homes, (laughs) the hair. Mm Mm-hmm. 
This is the worst. I will say this. I'll go on record saying this. Potomac is the worst dressed housewife cast on Bravo. And that's saying something. But why does Orange Giselle County get exists. picked on so much? Because now that I know she is, I always see people making fun of her outfits. But they all look like that. Well, baby, just keep watching. Cause, I think it's you know, because I remember people well, are there on television. So. As time goes on, I told you, pay attention to the evolutions, right? Mm -hmm. So as they start making more money, people right. start using stylists. And wait till you see Karen then versus how Karen looks now. She's killing it now. Wait till you see how even Monique's style will improve. You'll see Candace's. Well, you'll see <laughs> that these people have access to, to better more. resources as you move forward. But some, some just fall into a cycle of redundant choices. <laughs> that just, you know, keep them congruent. And what did y'all say was the reason Katie got taken off the show? Bands. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> um, Katie, She's she good TV. I thought so too, but she doesn't get asked back. And she it also goes through like some addiction issues and shit. She has like oh, some problems. Oh, so it was some personal, yeah. okay. Mental health yeah. stuff, you know. That makes all sense of that. then. Well, that's good you know. that they didn't try to. But you'll exploit. see her again in season four. Oh, cute. You'll see her again in I'm glad they didn't four. try to exploit that because I'm sure they could have been like, bitch, this is good TV. Because mm -hmm. she was stressing me out so pressed for that white guy. I was like, mm -hmm. girl. <laughs> Please stop asking mama. him. <laughs> she was not having it with none of them, at, or Ashley and none of them. <laughs> Katie is the one. She don't give a fuck. At their reunion, the way she was booking Fire Giselle crap. and Robin, talking about them being white passing and stuff, and, just like all, <laughs> and talking about identity. Like, it was just a lot. Katie, Katie was, was not having it. She was she was literally a stop sign for their asses. And yeah. Hey, she you know. <laughs> Yeah, she all of them are funny in their own right. It is a crazy cast. Yes, yeah, so what about when on. Monique threw Giselle out? Okay, let's go. But what about Wait, when Monique, when Monique what? Remember when she threw Giselle out her kitchen? Well, you can get out my house. She was like, because Monique and Giselle have hated the fuck out of each other from the first time and they then got Giselle's there. Giselle's friend don't help. The stylist that she is chilling with, Cal, Cal, uh, Cal. Mm -hmm. Cal mm -hmm. brings him everywhere. Still and working with him to this day. Today. Well, that's good. I appreciate the loyalty. They seem like... <laughs> you know that reminds me in the binge when we were talking about Dom. I was like, that's dope. <laughs> that was so funny. He, was he like, is such a loser. He was like, he was like you dope. think he's attractive? That's, that's dope. He's such a loser. I take it all back, crying Stop. over that girl. No, crying and taking shit serious. You got that you part. Pussy. Save that if one. You, you watch a perfect ass. match on Netflix. We have been having a blast <laughs> <laughs> recapping that damn show on Patreon on our Patreon.com forward slash the friend zone podcast. Come Thank hang you, with us. Thank you, Patreon. You guys have been funny in the comments. They love this show, but it's a really good show. Like, we completely yes. sucked in. <laughs> it's a good show for us to discuss. I think that's what makes it. I have been watching so much TV as of late. I don't, I'm like, am I stressed? I'm, I'm proud like, of you, friend. <laughs> you deserve it. It's not you good. It's not You ain't never had this much TV in your life. So just like a I little mean, bit to get you for the next few years. Do y'all remember when I didn't even own one? Do y'all yeah, remember that? I sure I do. Mm -hmm. That was like a good 
maybe seven or eight years straight that I just never had one, didn't have it in the house, which was still a lie in a way because you watch shit on your computer. So people mm-hmm. think, I don't have a TV, but then I'd go on Netflix. But I didn't have a TV because it just felt better in my living room to not have that as my default, like when my day was over. But now I have just been a hot mess. And Peacock has surprisingly been the streaming service that I'm on. I mean, it's because I'm watching Potomac, but... (laughs) They have a lot of good content on Peacock, Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that love show, the international one that I was telling y'all about, where they pick Mm -hmm. their... I can't remember the name right now, where they'll pick your soulmate in another country. Mm -hmm. Uh Um, There's a show... It's called Sign Up If You're Crazy. (laughs) There's a show with with these women that moved to Paris. I don't Mm -hmm. know if y'all seen that. That's the one I thought you were about to talk about. Real Girlfriends in Paris. Yeah, Real Girlfriends in Paris. And they're all like, you know, 20-year-old girls that just picked up and left. I think that's cool. Mm -hmm. You know, just cute. It's cute. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm watching... Hey, Bel Air. Shout out to Bel Air <laughs> on Peacocks. And yes. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> but what about Farmer and his wife? Farmer wants a wife. No, I'm oh, I was like, what? Farmer wants a wife? There is a Fox show called something like that, if that's not what it's called. It would be on Fox. <laughs> I would watch that shit. <laughs> it's like The Bachelor, but they're farmers. They're farmer but bachelors, I guess. so much good stuff on Peacock. I feel like Netflix hasn't really been... Netflixing? Yeah. Like, what's going on? What are y'all watching on there? I haven't found anything. I mean, outside of Perfect Match. Per- perfect Match. The heat in Harlem that makes noise when you're talking. <laughs> I to love do a it. It's not like someone's nails. <laughs> right. I, you know, the first time I heard that when I was sleeping in this apartment. Oh, I bet. I thought you said, that. Excuse me? I thought they were shooting. I thought somebody was outside <laughs> shooting. I jumped up out of my bed in, in, in the middle of sleep paralysis and sprinting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Somehow, I literally thought they were shooting up here in Harlem. But anyway, um, what I'm watching that I told everybody that I was going to talk about on this episode, uh-huh. I know this is a shoot the shit episode, so we're not really doing segments, but I have to speak on this. Yeah. Um, speaking of, um, the SWV and Escape Queens of R&B That's reality what I show. I forgot to watch that y'all said Oh, friend, you're going to love it. I need to watch it. I've seen clips, though. And like, you have to with watch tiny... all the companion pieces Dustin's going to mention. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. You have to because you there is to. a level... <laughs> of historical context that is presented by none other than Candy, big money Burris Tucker (laughs) on her after show, Speak On It. Um, And I can't believe you didn't do it, Asante. I really thought you were going to do it. Yes. Um, To make a long story short, y'all know the show is about SWV and Escape coming together to possibly tour, right? And then figuring out the mechanics of that, how it'll work, what it'll look like, what'll be necessary. But the real show that took place was the implosion of the group Escape, right? Directly from the inside out um, amongst the relationships between the, the band members. Most specifically, Tamika Scott and her sister Latasha Scott. Mm. Now everybody knows, um, as far as like music history goes, that Escape, you know, the members didn't always get along, and they took a very long hiatus where they weren't even speaking or performing together um, for many years because of a radio interview where Tamika Scott told a lie about Candy Burris sleeping with Michael Malden, who was Jermaine Dupri's father and also the head of what Black the Music hell? at Columbia Jermaine Records. Daddy. 
and it was a lie. And when she said that, yeah. And when she said it, Candy was like, "Until you go on the radio and tell the world that that was a lie, I'm not fucking talking to you." And she didn't talk to them for years. Wow. The only person she communicated with was Tiny, Um, and so the group ended up getting back together because someone was attempting to create an unauthorized um, biopic about the group without their consent or permission. Oh no. And the escape got wind of it and they shut the um, effort down and started working on their own biopic, started doing a reality show called escape, still kicking it on Bravo because you know, Candy has a great relationship with Bravo because she's been on the real housewives since season two. She's wow. about to start season 15 in a couple of <laughs> oh, weeks. It's going to come on. God. So that's a relationship. She's had multiple spinoffs that she's executive produced on the network. Um, and she's had a great Candy relationship at Bravo. Gang. I miss that show. And I wish they would have brought it shows, back. Right? Her recap is on YouTube. YouTube. It's called Speak On It. And right. she usually does it for The Real Housewives of Atlanta. While the season is airing, you know, the shows, the episodes come on on Sunday. Then she'll post her after show commentary about the episode. Smart. And it's called Speak On It. And Candy, she does surprisingly, she does good in the host seat. She actually um, co-hosted the Ellen Show before it ended. She oh. co-hosted an episode of the Ellen Show, and she was incredible. I I can see her team positioning her for a career in like talk. It's it's clear that that's what they're doing, right. and they're doing a great job at it. But anyway, so traditionally, Candy and Latasha Scott hated each other, right? They've always had like a horrible relationship. They've never gotten along, and it's been public knowledge, right? But this show, so you would think that that's, that would be the drama that, you know, the show would be centered around if there is like a moment of conflict. No, baby. This show is all about Latasha Scott, okay? Who we know which one Latasha Scott is of Escape. She is going behind the group's back, securing a solo deal to do music on Motown Gospel, make inspirational music. Her and her sister, Tamika Scott, are not speaking um, and when they do speak, they're having volatile arguments um, because Latasha is acting out these diva antics, antics because she now has other interests, you know, than, the, than being in Escape. We know for years she couldn't perform or do anything because Candy wouldn't participate in Escape until oh, the sister got on the radio and apologized. So right. they all went on to do other things like Tamika. The girl who lied, she um, went on and <laughs> she was working with Tyler Perry. She was in a bunch of Tyler Perry plays and stuff. Latasha did R&B Divas um, or whatever. Tiny, of course, her and Candy went on to have songwriting careers. Tiny married T.I. They had their own television show about their family for years um, and many, many business pursuits or whatever. Tiny had spinoffs with Tiny and Shekinah and all that stuff. So Tiny and Candy kind of continued to work and be in the forefront of like entertainment while the Scott sisters kind of in the, were kind of in the background. And one, like, like I said, once the movie attempt was going to be made, that's what brought them back together. Tamika did go on the, on the radio and admit that she was lying. Like Candy needed her too. And Candy forgave her. The group got back together. They went on to do like a sold out arena tour, uh, made wow. all this money together, had a reality show, all this shit. <clears throat> And and Latasha had all the time in the world to d- do escape stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because she needed that boost. They needed to reinvigorate, you know, their relevance or whatever in music so that they could get other opportunities. You know, that's how it works. Of course. Um, so now 
Candy and them are saying that history is repeating itself because back in the day, back in 1998, when Natasha wanted to go solo, she basically told them she was not participating in Escape anymore. She didn't give a damn. Um, Tiny and Tamika could go on and have babies and Candy could go and do her modeling thing, but she oh, was going to do a solo deal. The, um, they went from having Candy singing most of the lead on all the songs and the other girls singing parts too, to their third album being rec- recorded, basically of all Latasha's vocals um, with maybe like Candy on backgrounds. And Candy felt like they were setting up they already knew Latasha had a solo deal back then and Candy felt like they were using the Escape Third album to set up uh, Latasha's solo career and Candy her. didn't like that. Mm. So that's how the group sort of fractured and broke off. Latasha's solo project never came out. Candy and Tiny went on to have thriving songwriting careers, blah, blah, blah. Well, now that the group got back together and did that tour and stuff, Latasha um, got interest and shopped a solo deal or whatever and oh got a deal God, on, no, not again. on Motown Gospel. And <laughs> she is, is now <laughs> acting like she has no time for the group. She and <gasps> mind you, how eerie, but she's not telling them that she has this this Motown Gospel. So she did it behind their back. They don't even know yet at this point on the show, but she's ex- expressing these diva attitudes and stuff. In addition to the fact that the sister, Tamika Scott, in the heat of an argument revealed that Latasha and her husband slash manager, Rocky, who have a relationship very similar, eerily similar to like Monique, think like Monique and her husband, Sydney, mm-hmm. Wendy and Kelvin Hunter, like that sort of situation, right? Where her and her business is his business and he's also very controlling, overbearing. Okay. Um, example. The group is having a meeting. All four girls are having a meeting about potential changes in management, right? Latasha's being standoffish, has her shoulder up. She's not speaking to her sister, Tamika. She, her and Candy do not talk um, unless it's directly related to business. And Tiny is the only person that she has a personal relationship. So she's engaging with Tiny and Tiny only, really. How awkward. Um, and Candy just flat out asked her, like, Latasha, so what do you have to say? How do you feel about what we're saying about about the management? Latasha says, I'm taking in what everybody's saying. And um, Tiny is like, okay, but Tasha, how do you feel, like, in general? Like, what do you think about the management? I'm, I'm going to pray about it. I got to mm. pray about it. Cut. The production cuts to Candy and her confessional saying, she don't never have nothing to say unless her brain is here, which is rocky. Mm. They cut to an actual scene of Latasha filming her confessionals. The producer asking her, so what is it going to take to put this situation with you and your sister Tamika to bed? And when she gets ready to answer, Rocky comes in the frame, stops her from talking, whispers something in her ear. The producers say, what are you saying to her, Rocky? And then he walks away. He says, what she needs to say. So it's really a thing. Like she really does not make any decisions, have any input without him. And he's her personal management. She wants to have separate management from the group. She's definitely like isolating herself from them purposely, but not telling them why. Um, And and it's just echoing all this stuff. And in the heat of an argument um, about her doing her diva antics, the sister Tamika revealed that she found out that some new royalty that the girls ended up getting, which Candy explained on her speak on it episode or whatever, but basically a royalty check had been for her had been going, had been sent to her sister in Rocky's house and had been cashed. Oh it was over 30,000. No. 
over thirty thousand dollars deposited into his account during a time when escape was this was apparently but how can it, took it be cashed if he signed it over and deposited it. Must have forged her signature and cashed it against his right. His and I'm account. like, there's something missing in that, but that's mm-hmm. crazy. Not your own family, yeah. Yep, yep. And the mother and uh, I believe takes it. the sister's side. <laughs> all that. So this oh, is a lot she's going on. That, that this isn't true. Her sister saying it isn't true. The mother, the to, they're having wow. an argument. Tamika reveals that it happens. The mother is saying, and Tamika's like, "Mama, you know they stole my money because they had talked about it." You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? The mother had told her back in the day, well, you don't know what your sister might have been going through at that time. <gasps> what? This is the friends off. Hey there, fellow skincare enthusiasts. Are you ready for a beauty product that'll knock your socks off? We know we've raved about the wonders of donkey milk before. Shout out to Exor Botanical Beauty. But have you heard about the latest donkey milk sensation? We're talking about the S-Effects donkey milk retinol, baby. This stuff is a game changer. We're talking smoother, brighter, and more youthful looking skin in no time. And don't even get us started on how amazing it feels on your skin. It's like a spider in a bottle, baby. And the best part, it works wonders for both adults with dry eczema prone skin. And you can say goodbye to uneven skin tone and pesky pigmentation caused by PCOS, pregnancy hormones like melasma and even eczema. And the best part, the magical potion is perfect for mamas to be anyone with skin troubles or anyone who wants to achieve that flawless complexion that we all dream of. We've been so fortunate to share the donkey milk secret with all our listeners here at the Friend Zone, and we have firsthand testimonies. If it ain't no product I believe in, okay, it's this one right here, because not only did Fran say it, y'all did too. Trust us, your skin will thank you for this one. This retinol is the secret weapon you never knew you needed in your skincare routine. So head over to melopop.co and use code FRIENDZONE20 for 15% off to let them know we sent you. And don't forget to let us know how you like it. What? Like that justifies. And mind you, it took place at a time before Escape had gotten back together. So they weren't performing. They weren't making money as Escape. They all needed that damn money. Right. Right. Tamika was pregnant. Her oldest daughter, Ocean, was in college. She needed Mm -hmm. her money. Yeah. But the mother is obviously taking up for the other sister. So that relationship is completely broken. She obviously has a fave. Yeah. (laughs) So much so that as they're arguing, she literally pantomimes, she's jealous, to Latasha about Tamika. So the mother has clearly taken a side. And apparently this has been going on ever since they were children. So. And now, so now that the the, um, thieving allegation has been made, Latasha starts having these random scenes where she's talking about how much her and Candy can't stand each other with her husband, Rocky, trying to divert the attention away Mm -hmm. from that, never really addressing it head on. Meanwhile, Tamika's breaking down and Candy's sitting back like I told y'all. And so you think about back when they had them different dresses on on the Soul Train Awards right. and all that shit. This was the backstory. This is that. what was going on. And now we're seeing who the problem was, is, and has always been, which is Latasha Sticky Finger Scott. That's who it is. And Carrie, okay, friend of the show, Carrie and Carrie. Are on Twitter showing their ass right now. I love (laughs) Carrie too. They're showing their ass on Twitter now using pictures of Latasha Scott. You know what Carrie did? He went on 
Latasha's Instagram, pulled a picture of her and placed it as an album artwork on any song that had the words <laughs> stole or steal in the he title. And so kept posting pictures of it. So it's still here with Tashina Art by Tashina Arnold, <laughs> but a picture of Latasha Scott. They're taking pictures of Latasha Scott saying me when I take a few pins from the office at work no. at the end of the day. Like, like, and just it is it is hilarious. Oh gosh, it's a huge conversation. Y'all gotta watch this show. It's unfortunate that that it's repeating itself. You know, y'all gotta watch this, this is show. An opportunity to get it right finally. Latasha is literally telling, making claims, and, and saying things that aren't true. And the editors, Tamika Scott and Candy, are all debunking everything in real Yikes. time. When the editors Can't. start playing into it, that's when you're in trouble. <laughs> You seen Tamika's her. YouTube channel? Yeah, with her daughters by her side where she explained all of this. They're tired of it. And apparently this has been, think about it, Escape has been out for 31 years. So wow, this has been going on. You know what I'm saying? Years. Like this has been going on for a while and it's just fascinating to say the least. But Latasha's the problem and I cannot believe it. And her and her husband, <clears throat> Rocky, who ain't, who needs to get him some goddamn business, okay? And, and if you could have seen how gleefully he jumped up clapping and, and hooping and hollering when she sang a little acapella um, section in this secret meeting at Motown Gospel that they had in Nashville behind the group's back. He's like, I told you I see, see her! Like, like really excited and shit that they were doing this behind the group's back. Latasha has a smirk on her face the whole time. It's unbelievable how deceitful she's being and, and just on camera for everybody to see. So... I just want to explain the background because moving forward, we're going to talk shit and crack jokes. <laughs> but I didn't want to do that this week. We had to get the fundamental knowledge and the fundamental pieces understood as far as the Where's story. Where is it showing? Bravo, Sunday Bravo. nights. Bravo, okay. Bravo, Sunday nights. It's six episodes total. We're going into episode three this upcoming Sunday. So it'll be this Sunday and then three additional Sundays after that. And then I think we're going to roll right into the Real Housewives of Atlanta after that. So get ready, baby. 15. Shout out to Tiny and all her wealth. Oh, Tiny's so rich. She was like, you know, she can remember how to work the blender at their lake house. She was like, I mean, five houses, five different blenders. She was like, I don't know how to work all these appliances. She was like, I'm not going to say I'm spoiled and rich, but I live... Pretty, pretty good. I love it. <laughs> I love, yep. love seeing like that's one thing I've always loved about Tiny. Like when T- uh, Tian Tiny had their show, the, the family dynamic. So to just see them be rich and then mm-hmm. watch them as working women and then having to deal with th- certain and things. Still hood, still hood. That's the best part. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like they made it. And they ain't switched up at all. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> even in the that's the interesting like, part that they're not the ones causing trouble. But they're the ones right. with the most to lose. Like, that's mm-hmm. usually how it goes. Because Tiny was talking about, she's like, yeah, you know, we don't fight. She's like, oh, well, we did fight that one time. Like, like she was still just talking about, like, you know, it could, it could go down again. But, you know, we mm-hmm. ain't on that type of time. Like, I love it. Yeah. So this show is good. Y'all need to watch it so we can talk about their mama oh, and <laughs> and Latasha and Rocky. And I just can't believe it. Like, Rocky, the, I just can't believe it. So I'm going to keep it above board this week. But next week, I'm going to lay their asses out. So I just wanted to make Lay sure everybody out. understood what was going on right. so that moving forward, we can have real in. conversation. Yes. I never Thank really you. had many opinions on Tamika, but I will say that this show is making me like her more. But I always, it's not that I had 
issues with her, but I always heard that she might have had issues. Like somebody was telling me that she was problematic with like Tyler Perry or something, and all this other stuff. I was like, I didn't know Tamika had any of that going on. But then realizing even from SWV's perspective and Candy and them, like she just always blindly followed her sister. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, that's why she's been kind of just iffy with me. But now that she's going to step out on her own, what's that going to look like? I always thought she had the best voice uh, between her and her sister. Mm. Tamika. Mm-hmm. And people, I most people think all. Latasha does, but yeah, Tamika got I the best voice out of them Scott sisters. I loved them all. Like, that mm-hmm. was the one group where I didn't have a fave. I just mm-hmm. liked them as a unit because they each have such distinctive sounds. Distinct, like, you yeah. can't really, you know, like Tiny's voice and then yeah. against Candy's sound and then against Tamika's and then against Latasha. It's like you couldn't pick. It just blended so well it's very unique in very, all the, in in all the all best ways sound. right yeah. in all the best ways and so I, didn't, I never had a fave with that group but it's I unfortunate that it didn't pan out i man let me tell you love love them that's like, why i want you to watch this shit friend like you yeah, have got like, to I see legit this was was around when they were yeah. releasing singles and trying to learn you know seriously uh, the blends to tonight and the mm-hmm, harmonies mm-hmm. and just thought they were so bomb. I so. remember girls singing tonight on the bus coming home from like, in, oh, like what? In, in school. Always. <laughs> and um you just you just gotta watch this. You just gotta yeah, watch it. Yeah, that was you up there with it. all the Lauren Hill songs where you just had your faves and SWV, of course. For sure. Their Same. scenes are good and they're they're funny and it's it's good to see them, but Escape has completely stolen this show and not even intentionally. It, mm-hmm. It's just so much going on amongst going the group. On. Yeah. Mona Sky Young was doing an interview on Candy Speak on it about the show. And she, because Candy had Mona come, Mona Sky Young executive producers <laughs> the, the show. And Candy had oh, her come boy. on the first episode. And Mona <laughs> was like, all this stuff just started happening that where we had no idea what's going on on the camera. She was like, and we just had no choice but to follow it. She was like, we had no idea that these things were, these problems existed. We thought we was filming a show about y'all coming together. Yeah. Yeah. I know she was happy about that. They struck hmm. gold. Shout (laughs) out to, um, shout out to Claude, uh, Claude Kelly and Chuck Harmony and their We So Crazy podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Their next guest is Latasha Scott from Escape. So we're going to see what she has to say. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. We're going to see. And I'm not sure if they worked on her, um, on her new album or not. But it'll be interesting to see what her conversation will be like. Um, Because I know she's releasing an inspirational project on Good Friday on Motown Gospel. Okay, so 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 her solo project did pan out this time around. Yeah, it's coming out. And and Candy speak on it. She said, please buy her album, y'all. Because she really needs some personal wins outside of Escape. So she can, like, really feel better about herself. Please buy her album, (laughs) y'all. Buy her cookbook. She got a vegan cookbook. She's like, buy that. Please. And please go get her album, y'all. Please. (laughs) Candy said that. Taurus Shade is just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh wow yeah i'll definitely listen to claude's podcast but okay mm-hmm. well i'll check wow. out the show <laughs> now you look and now you know okay. i was actually having a conversation about you know obviously inspired by potomac and all their like money troubles and relationship issues and there was a part of me that's like why would people do this you know just expose mm-hmm. all the shit that's going down but there's also a part of me that admires the, the, the bravery. The, just the rawness of it, where they're like, you know what? We're all humans. Everybody's life has a, 
mess, you know, mm-hmm. in different capacities and we're all struggling in different ways. Let's just put it out there and I don't care. And there's like, it's almost admirable. And, but I can't tell if I'm like, oh, this is great or just like, this is horrible for the world. But it's interesting that at least there's people that can relate, you know, like. Well, think when about I, it, friend. When I see YouTubers putting out everything, I'm just like, whoa. But then you see people in the comments like, I needed this. or mm-hmm. so. But I'm not into sacrificing myself for people to need something. Like, that's Neither just am not I. my ball game. But I admire people that are like, I will take this hit for the world to see that all of us are going through some shit. And I also admire those people who have that sentiment and then add on to the sentence. And I will take this hit for a million dollars a season to do oh, this yeah. fantastic show, <laughs> right? Let's make it mutually beneficial. Right. <laughs> but but I don't understand I don't understand like people that'll do all that Just for an AdSense check on Ooh. YouTube. Like I'm sorry, <laughs> I just don't get it. But I, I if it's worth it, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> then I believe, you know, whatever you're trying to say. And when listen, when done right, it, and when people are really honest about what's going on in their life, we are privy to some fascinating stories that absolutely have a relatability factor that makes us feel not, not alone. Yeah, and it can be and a I great get thing. That too. Yeah. The problem is when people come on and and have fake storylines or create things that don't exist within their lives or whatever and it's just not authentic it ruins and dilutes that whole formula and approach at making television you know what i'm saying or pick and choose what they're gonna share and when and how it fits and like that's where it gets tricky you know and i you know that's the thing too with a lot of reality tv i've watched and then even my youtube peers where it gets tricky is like they may come off as though they're being raw, but a lot of it is curated rawness. And that sucks to me. And that's weird to me because in my opinion, if I'm going to put myself out there, (laughs) then shit, let's go. (laughs) You're going to know every nook and cranny because it just is what it is. I might as well. This is the route I'm choosing. I'll put it all out there and then just, you know, let the cards fall where they may. But I never understand people that I know personally or at least know certain things and I'll be like, but if they're putting themselves out there, why not do it for real? Mm-hmm. It yeah. just seems more stressful to have to like mold and shape what it this also, rawness looks like. I don't get that part. Therein lies the difference between the great reality television stars and those who are, are not so memorable. Say what you want. Candy Burris has been on that show from season two, now starting her Which 15th insane season to think because about. she has always been authentically herself and had given the audience the opportunity to be privy to all parts of her life, whether it's the drama with her mama, her <laughs> first, first boyfriend getting killed, the nigga that oh, she was dating with on the show, her oh, husband, wow. drama with her, her um, having a baby, not being able to have, get pregnant and shit, having a surrogate, right. um, her opening businesses, her daughter's relationship with her father, all kind of stuff. Candy gave it up. Nene Leakes, for all that she is or is not, Nene from day one, finding her father, her mother not raising her, drama with her son um, and him getting his shit together, her and Greg's relationship and divorce and re- getting remarried on the show. Greg not getting being sick able to and get passing away. Party. Season <laughs> one, not being able to get Shrey's party. Like Nene gave up her personal story in a way that endeared us to her and we followed her and we're happy for her success. Those are the people who say Teresa from fucking Housewives in New Jersey going to jail, showing all of that. <laughs> her, her, I saw a quote where she said 
I gave birth on this show. She said, I went to prison on this show. I buried my parents on this show. I got divorced on this show. Went remarried on this show. Like she gave a lot. And we watched her kids turn into adults on that show. Little girls. So crazy. You have to be authentic on a show of this format. Every show don't require it. If you're gonna do it. Yeah. If you're gonna do it. That's how I feel about it. And so Mm -hmm. y'all wouldn't do it. It would is there a dollar amount that would change your mind? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like it has to be a good hit if I'm gonna take it. It's In just all way. the opinions. That's where I'll be that's, like, this ain't even part, fun no more. <laughs> that's the part that's gonna fuck me up. Like I yeah. don't want to I don't want y'all talking to me and doing You do with that stuff, now though. We deal with that now. Yeah, but we it's do different because free. It, and <laughs> it's different. It's a it's a different kind of beast, right? Like right now, you know, interest. If I was, if we was doing that, like if but we if was, they knew like everything that's like going down in our more, personal lives, oh, then be, that's more questions or more right. opinions, and it's like that's too much. So that's for me. That's why I'm like, I don't know. Mm. But like, <laughs> I love the fact that people can because you know I consume all like reality TV across the board. Like I don't care if it's white people trying to learn how to ride a bike. I don't care if it's niggas actually teaching white people that they're being dumb. Like, I be watching the TV. So, like, when I watch these reality shows where people are running the game on how crazy they want to be or how professional they want to be or delusional even, I am just always curious and interested in, like, the ticking, whether it's the ticking of how the story's going to play out or if this person's going to grow or change or how we're going to elevate into different count- uh, countries or counties or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I'm interested in all of that. But at the same time, I don't want to be in it. If if anything, I would love to produce because y'all see how I always pull those random threads from shows. Like I'm looking at fucking baddies and I always want to talk about the sisterly part of it, even though these bitches are scrapping every fucking episode. Like I would rather produce. I, I couldn't produce on that. I would just feel terrible. Just like watching these women <laughs> go through all this shit. I would, I would be too emotionally pulled into everything they're experiencing. So I wouldn't be a good producer. Like I'd have to be, I would I'd have be to a be great, far removed. But you, yeah, I, I could see you being I, I just, like, okay, I'm too let's invested. So it's like after, you know, a few scenes, I'm like, all right, well, we got to figure something out. We got to figure out a way to get these girls. They don't got to be best friends, but if they can at least laugh together in a room, what's going? What's that look like? <laughs> and like, just figure out like strategies and shit. Yeah, to work to with them. I don't, yeah. I couldn't, but. I don't know about working with them. <laughs> I couldn't the reason I would like TV. to produce reality TV is to create interesting shows that are not about the cast members being in conflict. That, I mean, that would be my please. only angle. Like, like there has to be yeah. a show that they're not being like this with each other. And it's still interesting. I don't know if anyone's found that because it seems like conflict is the cell in these shows. Like that's what people tend to like. So I don't know. I'm like, what reality programming could not include conflict and still do really well? What the hell would that look like? What would it be about? <laughs> one where the one where the conflicts are centered around whatever they're doing. You know what I'm saying at the moment or like whatever. Just like just like general life challenges, as opposed yeah. to like me and you, me and you, yeah, talking to each other, the crazy and pulling. Yes. Okay, I can see. Yes, that. you know what I'm saying. And then if you want to see that, if you want to see a bitch get nasty. Then let them get into it with somebody on the street that's not on the cast. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
as a cast, let them, you know what I'm saying, do that against let them, somebody that don't matter. Yeah, but let not them be united in some other. capacity. Yeah. I feel I, like that's the real challenge as a producer. That to me, that's how you show that you're a dope ass television producer. Cause anybody can be like, all right, that bitch said that about fight. you. So bring that up when y'all yeah. talk. You know, that's lame. Like I wanna see something. It's almost else. a cop out at this point too, because mm-hmm. it's it's a surefire business plan you know unless Mm -hmm. the character is just completely ridiculous but for the most part you know it's gonna work and Mm -hmm. i feel like it's kind of lazy at this point it's like i'm curious to see producers that that can think of something else that will like like you know what was the one you know what was that girl what (laughs) the simple life like Paris yep. and Nicole were yummy. Yes, it's so true. That was fun. such a good show. <laughs> the bomb, memorable moments. They were so funny on that show. It was still the ridiculous, bomb. but I loved it. <laughs> You're right. Like, we That's need a something really good like example. that. Like, like, mm-hmm. like, and I, I don't even know why that came across my mind. I was just sitting here thinking, like, the last time I could think about example. myself having a good time with people that were having a good time, and it wasn't just for the moment. It was the simple life. That was and so, they weren't like, being like shady to each other and being no. bitches and like, you know, talking about each other. None of that. It just was funny. The concept, the way they naturally are as people, it just worked. That is a perfect hot. example. Right? That's hot. <laughs> Thanks, bitch. Well, we'll see. I'm, you know, there's up and coming. And the problem, too, is that... Um, these TV channels and streamers only want to work with the same producers that they know will um, reach whatever quotas they need. You know, like they know to go to Amona Scott. They know to go to Andy Cohen because they've proved that these models have worked. And I wish that different producers got opportunities to bring some like fresh blood and ideas to the table. Because yeah, I know, you know we know people that have good ideas. We know people that have shows and stuff, but they just... To get them on, it's just like, I don't know how that works. And I know firsthand that both of them people you just mentioned have other projects that they have. have. Let me not speak too much, but I just know that. Mm-hmm. that, that and I'm sure that's a challenge, too. It's like, they like yeah. they're like, we want the tried and true ones. No, we go. don't really have space go. for some new shit, which is a problem when you even get to that point. You think you've become powerful, but you still have to play a certain game to stay there. And that's and like even though about it. a lot of the powers that be have made billions of dollars off of entertainment that is, is you know, urban or whatever the fuck, they still don't even watch it. That's oh, what's sure. crazy. So they don't even know to listen to the voice of a person like a you or me or whoever. You know what I'm saying? And trust that that creative direction or whatever. They don't even know to do that because all they know is that they're looking at the numbers and the business of the it all. The check. Yeah, Which, of course. So, and you know, business first when you're creating with that mentality. But It's just crazy. Y'all know Mitch McConnell fell and got up. I was so damn mad. No, you didn't. <laughs> he fell and the headline had came out that he fell and he was in the hospital. So, you know, we all started doing the brand new day sequence from the Wiz and shit. Oh. Oh you know what God. I'm saying? And then next thing I know, they said the motherfucker was all right. Mm-hmm. He I was you. like, damn, man. People like that take a long time. Also, I thought if I, I thought for sure that them bones was brittle. <laughs> <laughs> and he got up like Lazarus. You know what I'm saying? We were Lazarus. He got up. I was like, damn. Uh, and on that note, is there anything else y'all want to share before we get out of here? Um... <laughs> 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you guys know? Shout out to um, my publicist, Cree Peck. He was at an event. Cool he took name. a picture with. Uh, he took a picture with Ice Spice. And he gonna say I'm officially in the Spice Cabinet. Did y'all know her fans was called the Spice Cabinet. Yes, I've seen it on Twitter, <laughs> which I think is so cute. I don't even know if she agrees that's her mm-hmm. fan base, but the that's Spice what Twitter cabinet. has decided. <laughs> She looked good. I don't know what magazine it was, but days. I saw like a spread days. So good. Mm-hmm. I love that she's sticking with that hair color, even if she switches mm-hmm. up what it looks like. But I like that she's sticking with it. She stands out so much. I love it. Color was did it. Yeah, I like it. Too. <laughs> color was did it. Did we Super figure out how to say the other artist's name yet? It's Pink Pantheris, right? I thought it was Pantheris. I don't know. Oh. I think it's Panthers. I thought like it was Panthers. 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 I don't know. Panthers, yeah. I mean, either, yeah. Pancreas. <laughs> <laughs> UK followers, let us know how. <laughs> I should just look up a. Uh, I'm sure Pantheris. she did like a boiler room. Mm-hmm. Um, Pink Panthers! Sorry, it just feels like a... And that's the thing with artists. You never know with how things... Because they don't know. even be pronouncing how it's spelled and there be extra letters mm-hmm. and you don't know. Totally you gotta, I, what I do is I'll go on she YouTube in. and look up interviews. <laughs> she in. Motherfuckers, that's been whooping niggas' ass since day one. That's been whooping my ass. I think it's uh, okay. Sheen... Shane. 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 Okay. 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 Oh, before we get out of here, I do want to thank y'all too for all the support for episode one of Living for We and how y'all were. Um, A lot of you said that my wellness segment last week where I gave some backstory to the study and how we built the show sold it which makes mm-hmm. me happy because that was the point mm-hmm. and a lot of you clicked it and listened and gave a lot of really important feedback episode two drops today actually yes. same wednesday oh, wow. and it's the episode with samaria uh tamir rice's mom samaria rice who's mm-hmm. gonna talk like i said to her experience in cleveland so definitely check that out it's a beautiful episode and thank you so much for thank you thank you for all the the feedback and i just want to say because i told (laughs) fran pr i told y'all about calling and leaving voicemails y'all left tons of voicemails but i do want to say some of y'all left me your numbers to call you back i can't do that Conflict and maybe I, it's my fault because I wasn't clear that the voicemail you're leaving is the actual clip I'm going to use on the show. Mm-hmm. It's not leave me a voicemail so I could call you back, but that's my fault. I should have made that clear. And it's only three minutes long. So anything beyond <laughs> that is going to cut you off. And then we can't <laughs> use it <laughs> because we don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> How long were the messages, friend? It just cut off at three it minutes. It cut so off at three, know. and then I yeah. feel terrible because some of them, I'm like, oh man, like it was the point was you're like, being you're like, made. And then it cuts off, oh, right. I'm like, shit. You motherfuckers so- got 180 seconds to spit it out, and if you can't get it out of that time, forget about it. <laughs> um, so I want to share the number again now that I have you know, told you how to do it. Leave the message about the show, like that you want to share with the show, obviously primarily for women, black women living in Cleveland. And what I'm asking to hear is your experiences living in Cleveland. I know that's a lot to ask with a three minute voicemail, but pick one. Tell me about a hospital experience where you, you know, dealt with a doctor mistreating you. 
Uh, tell me about school. Tell me about a teacher. Give me a story or just an overall opinion on being a black woman in Cleveland. Because like I said, we're going to use this voicemail at the end of the podcast as a way for the host to say, now we want to hear from you. And then we play the clip. So that's the think of it that way. Like, I know it's hard because it's like, what do I say is a lot to say, but just pick one story or just a general sentiment on what it's like being black. Some of you were like, I love Cleveland. Like, you know, that hasn't been my experience. And that's great, too, because we want a range of emotions. So here's the number again. Now that you have a better understanding of the type of voicemails we're looking for in the show, it's 216-223-8312. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you because having the listeners be a part of the show to me is just like the cherry on top. And thank you again for all of your support. What's the number again? I want to sing it like um, the Jenny song. 8312 You just needed a jangle, so it's I want to give you one. For me, Ooh, Dustin. Ah, ah, ah. Did y'all see T.S. Madison singing the Perk 30 remix? That Hold you on, we're going to close out. We're going to close out with that. We're going to close out with that, because that is my <laughs> shit. <laughs> right Yes. I'm telling you, let's go to the T.S. Madison, baby. Let's Hold close on. Out. And we're going to close out with my girl and yours, T.S. Madison, singing a, a Perk 30 remix. Here we go. <laughs> I need the perks. Oh, let a bitch hit a perks. Wow. I need a perk. Yeah. Give a perk. Oh. Ah. Now her holding the note. <laughs> it's the mm-hmm. All right. Stay black and protect your magic. We love y'all. See y'all next week.